More on the Reddit drama. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MacVoices50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Mac Voices is supported by Notion. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects at Notion.com slash MacVoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices Live panel concludes their discussion of all the drama surrounding Reddit and the changing positions of its management versus its users and moderators. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. The copyright issue is an issue, but it's a separate issue from, I mean, one of the earlier things like this before chat GPT was like a thing that made it popular. You know, people were using resume, like using them to help select resumes based on previous decisions. And, And what it got really good at doing was being better at us at being biased and picking those things like, oh, well, names like this don't because you don't know what what things are being used. Names like this don't tend to get used as often, whether those are are female or a particular particular ethnicity or whatever, like whatever thing it's choosing. It's that's not part of it. It's not part of it that we get to see. And so what it was doing was getting even better than us at being biased. And I don't remember and, whose, whose and, it was. And also being deniable that you were doing that. Yeah, and we get this idea that, oh, it's a computer that did it, so therefore it's objective, but that's where the learning matters a lot. And so and that's that's theoretically benign, but ended up having horrible consequences. Like they weren't feeding it like Nazi propaganda, um, which is readily available on the internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were just giving it resumes that had already been filtered. Um so I hadn't thought about it before you asked me, to be honest, Chuck, because um, I didn't see that article earlier. But uh, I'll think about it. But I, I, off the top of my head, I don't know. It's like we can just feed it. Well, I guess we could just feed it like old encyclopedias, like, you know, with the pages of encyclopedias that it'll just be horribly dated. <laughs> and also biased because. And also biased. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a way to not have bias in in content. It's true. I mean, one of the ways when you're doing other other types of decision making, like, you know, we're in a group making decisions together is to have a really diverse group of people. And that doesn't just mean like, mm-hmm. oh, they look different. It means they have different backgrounds. You know, you have some people who come um, from one part of the country. Some people come from another country. Some people come f- like, so you're splitting up the subcultures and then they're going to take longer to make decisions, but come up with more robust decisions. Um, and so maybe it's something like that, something that's diverse, but the problem with the internet at large is there's a high volume of garbage. Readily Eric, accessible garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to argue unreasonably, but I'll say that for a minute. Eric, you put something in our chat that I wanted, want you to comment on, um, because interestingly, I think if you're going to say what I think you're going to say, I just had a discussion uh, today with um, one of the speakers at MacStock. That and and this was part of the discussion, and that would be. Well, if you are using the chat GPTs or large language models to try and do work, you have to give input to get your work back. So if you take a chunk of code, you're working on it and submit it and say, how do I optimize this code? 
you've just turned over a bunch of private corporate code to somebody that could do whatever with that query, and you have no idea who will have access to it. So, you know, like Apple, for instance, it looks like they're going to set up private servers and ban anyone using external ones specifically so intellectual property from Apple doesn't get sent out all over the place or it doesn't accidentally spill information about some new product that shouldn't be out there. That's not where I thought you were going to go with that, but that's a real good point. That's a real good point. So now I'm curious where I was going to but go. Does that make it more quality or less quality as a source? Oh. My guess is depends on the query. Because it also impa impacts the model, theoretically, in the long run. You mean having a company do their own system or? No, whatever you put in to the big public one. Because that, that's why they want it, right? They, that's why you've waived it, is so they can do diagnostics, but also so they can use it in their models. Yes. But that's then turning over all of that code to everyone. Oh, no, it is turning it over. But, and then that's, that's a totally different issue. And if you're Apple, you obviously can't do that. My brother does it, but also he knows the owner of his company very well. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a very small company. They don't, they've decided they don't care. Um, but like, are our questioners giving it better information? And, and the answer is, I don't know. And Eric, that's along the lines of where I thought you were going to go. Um, the idea that the, and we've talked about this a little bit before here, that the skill at writing the queries is going to evolve and and develop as a skill, just like develop skill was developed in doing Google searches. I mean, you know, if you the, the more effort you put into a Google search, the better result, more on point result you're likely to get. So. Well, it just means there'll be another large language model that is optimized for generating queries that work well with whatever the specific large language model. So you ask your query to that, it will take it and say, oh, no, 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 ask it this other way, and then submit it off. And it'll just go through two or three language models before you get an answer back. I know. I, no, oh, listen, you're man, not wrong. You're right. You're not wrong. I mean, that's so you're going to have two interpreters to uh, two interpreting language, large language models to ask a third the question to get the best answer or to know which one to ask. Right. If it's an art question, you know, maybe you fill out a form or something. If it's an art question and you want a picture back, oh, it knows. Send it over here. If you you know have a coding question, no, 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 don't send it to the art server. Send it over to the coding one and and ask it this way, giving it information about what language, and you know you get a better answer. It's it you know it's it's kind of like trying to pretend like you have a librarian helping you, but it's not really a librarian. Brian, I always I always look to you and ask, you know, from the education standpoint, uh, do you have thoughts on this? Do you have concerns, fears, desires about, you know, how this could go, should go? Well, I'm thinking about how it, in the discussion specifically on it, on how 
the results, the bias aspects of it, the queries that get put in, you know, there's so many aspects that obviously do connect with education. Even thinking about uh, things like FERPA and things of, you know, when we talk about company secrets, you know, the from the enterprise uh, positions, you know, giving away, you know, potential products and services that have not yet been released to the public. I think that also comes into play, you know, with, with uh, inquiries of, um, you know, when it comes to students and student data and things of that nature too. Um, it's definitely a slippery slope and something, you know, that, you know, it's almost like I wonder how much of, you know, the policies and procedures and things of that nature aren't caught up yet in many ways, you know, we see different aspects mm-hmm. of life that new technologies come out and, and the policies haven't caught up to them sometimes. And uh, yeah, I think, I think, you know, you're going to see a lot of harm done in, in uh, the rollout, I think, as people just use it by themselves. Uh, you know, you know, we've seen, you know, countless times where people do something and it, um, you know, whether it uh, uh, makes the news or not, you know, but we, you know, within individual companies where people get in trouble for, for different things, not uh, uh, securing the data in a proper way, things like that. I think this is just another opportunity where that might come about as well. It's a little bit of a mess, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. I mean, we don't even know what we're dealing with yet while trying to write policy on it and have it be an active product. Yeah, Guy, I think your statement that you just made is really, it's only partly accurate. Um, it's going don't to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> I, th- I think you misspoke and what you really meant was it's only going to get worse <laughs> until it gets worse <laughs> until it gets worse. There we go. <laughs> I, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to believe kind of what I said earlier that part of this deal is going to be the, 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 the models getting intelligent enough to know what is and isn't legitimate. Right now, I mean, right now we've seen the social media services all come under fire for false, false information, yeah. um, and 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 so they try to put human curation in, and that doesn't work. So you know, the, we're just we're at least as bad, if not worse, maybe than the the, mo- the models. They're just a little bit faster than we are. I mean, how many sure. how many how many times have you heard somebody draw a conclusion from data that is not supported by the data, but it, it's the conclusion they want. So that's the one well, that they advance. Well, that's nature. Mm-hmm. Well, but is, does, is that going to become large language model nature too? Well, Humans are the ones that are putting in the information. So again, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, Chuck, yeah. Part, part of the problem here, um, it, you triggered this for me when you, when you said, well, um, will they become more intelligent? In, in the in the scope of large language models, uh, which is what ChatGPT is, mm-hmm. no, they will not become more intelligent because they literally have no intelligence. This, this is a system where 
you're running algorithms that do statistical probability, and, and that's it. So you can refine those algorithms based on the uh, the inputs and responses you're getting from some from someone. Like, let's say I asked ChatGPT to write an article about uh, about uh, the impact social media has had on people through the pandemic, and it gives me a whole thing back, and uh, and I say. Okay, now add in this aspect, and th- now I've modified that. The system takes that into account, and when future queries are made, it now has uh, has new information in its algorithm. But there's no intelligence, and uh, and oh, and earlier Jim mentioned the the um 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 oh, I hate when I forget words. Not not when it's tripping, <laughs> uh, hallucinating. hallucinating. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, hallucinating. I mean, for us, it's a great word because we get what it means. For the average person out there, when they hear that ChatGPT was hallucinating, they think it's out tripping balls. But the reality is, it's just doing large language model stuff, and people are getting the results that the the algorithm. Things are are right because it's just about what word is most likely to come next based on the query I was given. And then it gives you all this wrong information. It's not lying to you. It's just putting words out based on math. So anyhow, long-winded way of saying these aren't going to get smarter because they literally can't. Jeff, that's, you know... You've done that to us before, and you're absolutely right. You know, this, and and to our credit, we've shied away from the AI uh, moniker. You know, we're not saying these are artificial intelligence uh, entities. They are large language models. <laughs> so if we do get, if we do get to AI, do we have a whole new set of problems or do we have a solution? Yes. Well, we <laughs> this technology is not going to turn into AI. So, you know, we not we can't really take anything we learn about LLMs to apply to that because we don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's not, it's it, not thinking. Yeah. It's not thinking. It, it's, it's not thinking, but but Jim, at some point, well, that, it, that's like I mean, saying, can we can we can we can we you know apply um, the you know lessons we've learned by riding horses to uh, uh, interstellar travel? Well, everybody has shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I see what you're. I see where you're going, Jim, and I. And I, you know, I mean, that's not a bad example, but I guess. If we're going to see AI, AI is going to have to have some basis for information or knowledge. And whether it's going to be the LLM itself or whether it's going to be the corpus of information that the LLM has has aggregated. I mean, that would, if I were designing. You don't really AI, know very much about natural mm-hmm. intelligence. We don't see That's much a really good point. Yeah. But, but I mean, if you were going to do. 
If you're going to try to start with AI, you're going to have to start somewhere and give it information. And the LOMs are get, are scraping that information up from Reddit and from Twitter and Facebook and any anywhere else that it can get its greedy little paws in and just pulling it in. Would you would you ask a child to use an LLM for research on a paper they're trying to write and expect that it would be right? I mean, how would you tell them what to believe and what not to believe? Because it all sounds very believable. I think you have the same problem with an AI if we ever get to one. I, I'm not sure you would ever want to let it have access to a large language model because it would be very believable and it would learn how to say it in a way that the AI thought it was true. And, you know, it would not end up well. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Notion. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects at notion.com slash macvoices. Project management tools are supposed to help you move faster and stay organized. The funny thing is, most are so complex that you try not to use them. When you do, you're usually flipping between 50 tabs or worse, several apps just to do your job. You clearly haven't found the right tool yet. That's why, today, I'm excited to share that Notion has just launched Notion Projects, which includes new, powerful ways to manage projects and leverage the power of their built-in AI features, too. Notion Projects combines project management with your docs, knowledge base, and AI feature, too, so you can stop jumping between tools and stop paying too much for them, too. One workspace that includes everything you need, from brainstorming to drafting launch plans to organizing sprints and keeping everyone on deadline. And Notion can be customized to work the way you like to work, with timelines, tables, or Kanban boards. And did I mention integrated AI? Do your most efficient work with Notion projects. You can try it for free today at Notion.com slash MacVoices. That's all lowercase letters, Notion.com slash MacVoices. When you use my link, you're supporting my show. Go right now to Notion.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to Notion for supporting Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MacVoices50 and use the code MacVoices50 for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh makes it easy to eat well. Two of my favorite things, easy and eating well. Get farm fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes that come right to your doorstep. But it gets better. HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan dinners to choose from. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavorful recipes that leave you feeling satisfied. And maybe even try a new diet option. HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from every single week so you'll never get bored and can always find something new to try and love. That's one of the things I love about HelloFresh. 40 different options each week, so I don't get bored and I'm always exploring what's new and interesting. That just doesn't happen when you're cooking by yourself. You tend to make the same thing over and over. HelloFresh changes that. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MacVoices50 and use the code MacVoices50 for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash MacVoices50 and use the code MacVoices50 
for 50% off plus free shipping. Thanks to HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, for supporting this week's Mac Voices. I think the difference would be an LLM used to make content still relies on a human being to put that content somewhere where it can be seen. Whereas if you had true, a, a true artificial intelligent creation, it would create the content and then put itself onto the internet so that anybody doing a search would sit there. Oh, okay. Well, you know, here it's true because here it is right here from this other source. So I think that's, that would be part of the difference right there is artificial intelligence would basically cover its tracks as compared to an LLM, which still relies on, on silly humans to, uh, to put it out there. No, I don't right. really understand that. I mean, uh, you know, there's always going to be, you know, some form of input, you know, a human being, you know, if a child was born and, and lived in a, you know, sensory deprivation chamber, uh, you know, it wouldn't know much of anything after 20 years. Uh, conversely, I, you know, it also, I was going to mention, you know, you, you don't educate a child by taking a baby and, and trying to like feed all information into it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we design lesson plans and, and we, you know, there's a, there's a certain structure which doesn't exist at all for LLMs. There is no structure. It's just, you know, feed all of this in. And there's absolutely no sense of, you know, this is more important than that, or, you know, here's some organizational principles. There is no organizational principles. And you can um, add takes, organizational just, principles to an LLM. I don't think you can. No, because it, it no, you can't. That's not, it, it's just simply, you know, looking at this statistically. Um, so, you know, that, I think that's why, you know, the misnomer, mismoniker of AI is is so uh, unfortunate because it has nothing to do with what we think of as intelligence. There's no logic. There's no structure. Um, there's no meaning. Um, there's none of those things. It's just put a bunch of garbage in and you know, we get a bunch of garbage out, which sometimes, you know, in many, it's apparently pretty good at, at producing, you know, at least uh, reasonable looking garbage. But it's not doing it, you know, like if you ask a person a question, it's not, the person is not internally working the way an LLM does at all. Um, so this would be an interesting experiment for us to try. You know, for those of us that have have used uh, ChatGPT, but I wonder if you if you ask an LLM to give me the to give me the five or twenty five steps in accomplishing a task in the order of importance. Now, what about it? It doesn't know what any of that means. It, uh, but it's going to it's going to look through its corpus for content that uh, that as closely as possible matches your query and then it's going to uh string together words that uh, that in the order appear to be uh to be plausible based on uh, on the content it found 
which which is where the the whole is it plagiarizing uh discussion comes in so it just because it has the right information or some information that seems to to fit in some way into your query doesn't mean that the information it gives back is actually correct and which then goes back to the whole thing about well how do we know it's real how do we know what's right then we have to go do our own research and uh, it as we have said many times this is just a big mess right now yeah and i think part of that mess might be we are anthropomorphizing something that is not that advanced agreed we're all doing it we're, we yeah it's i think that's a human thing and it's hard not to especially when you see some of the things that come out of chat gpt it, you know you put the you put a right the right query in and it can come out and sound very very human like and mm-hmm. jeff has said it a number of times very authoritative and be completely maybe wrong. we should go back to maybe we should go back to pet rocks <laughs> Right. Yeah, their algorithm seems to be pretty uh, solid. I'm still massively jealous of the guy that thought of the pet rock myself. Uh, I could go in my backyard and make a fortune. You've got uh, you've got a whole free range market back there. Yeah, exactly. You mainly raised and sourced pet rocks. I don't know if we saw. You know, anything. Brittany is like, "What is a pet rock?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I learned history. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, Brittany. <laughs> oh, all right, it's time for some of us to go take our geritol. Apparently, based on Brittany's comment. Thank you very much. <laughs> And he's going, what is Geritol? Dear Chat GPT, write an article about Chuck Joyner taking Geritol. (laughs) Return. Let's get out of here before the answer comes back. I think it's time to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to flip it around on my screen and start with Brian. Uh, Brian, thank you for being here, um, whatever this was. I really appreciate it. Uh, where can folks connect with you? Thank you uh, once again for having me. Uh, a couple of places to find me online. Uh, Mastodon at Brian8944 at Mastodon.cloud. And then also uh, Twitter, Brian8944. Great. Thanks again. Guy Searle? Yeah. Thank you for 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 getting here. Um, it's always a pleasure. You and your Thank microphones. You. Uh, where can folks yeah. find you? Uh, you can find me over on the Twitters as Mac Parrot or Vert Shark. Uh, I'm also Mac Parrot at Counter Social and Mac Parrot on Mastodon dot social. Uh, email address is podcast at vertshark dot com or guy at mymac dot com. Of course, I do the mymac dot com podcast nearly every week for the last. 12, 13, 14 years. It's been so long in the past, I don't even remember myself with uh, Gazmas. And uh, we've been we've been doing that a long time. And of course, the totally ridiculous Guy's Daily Drive, where I drive in a car and say whatever pops into my head, which is, of course, very dangerous. Worse than ChatGPT. 
the only thing equally <laughs> accurate or yes the only thing scarier than chat gpt is guide gpt yes oh my god yeah it's the end of the world as we know it and i feel fine <laughs> I mean, at least with ChatGPT, there's a statistical probability that the next word out of its mouth will make sense. Yeah, that wouldn't happen with Guy GTP. On that note. Broken well, clock and everything. <laughs> <laughs> 10 after 10 a.m. p.m. Something is correct. Wait a minute. I got to go and see if uh, guidegpt.com is available. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Dot social. Mm. Jeff Gamut, thank you for being here. And and you've already said that you probably will be with us next week because of the move. So congratulations. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, you, Thank you. We hope you get here the week after. (laughs) That's the plan. I I have worked very hard to make all the logistics play out like like a finely choreographed dance. And so far, everything's working. But next week, that's when it can all just go down the dumpster so fast. (laughs) But uh, I'm going to think positive for now. And uh, and I'm going to stay on target. yeah. So you can stay on target. F- stay <laughs> on target. <laughs> um that helmet says that by the way. Like it, you push it and it says stuff. Really? It does oh my god, that's awesome. Also cut the chatter. <laughs> Chuck just needs a button that says that. Right? Yeah. I want um, you to wear that next time, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> if if only we we had people that could record little sound bites like that for Chuck. If only. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who with the microphone or I'd do it. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to tell you where to find me. Um, I forgot. Anyhow. So currently you can find me on social media since uh since my living arrangements are now in a in a uh super state of uh state of if am I living in one place or two or none. Um so social media, Jay Gamut on basically everything. Um I'm active on Mastodon and Instagram. And then for shows, you still let me come back on Tuesdays, so I'm going to keep coming back. Thank you. And then on Thursdays, Dave keeps letting me come back on In Touch with iOS. So thank you. And I guess both of you um, are just gluttons for punishment. And uh, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm not judging. Um, then let's see. Also on Thursdays on the British Tech Network, the big show. Then on Fridays, the Mac show. And Brian Chaffin and I record the context machine. This last week's context machine, Brian was out. So I had Patrice Brendamore on and talked with her about uh, uh, about Vision Pro from a little bit different perspective. And it was loads of fun. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, Jeff. And good luck. Seriously, we're we're having fun with you, but good luck with the move. Good luck. Oh, thanks. It, it'll all work out one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> Mike ChatGPT. Yeah. Um, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Pen Rathic, uh, thank you for being here. You and uh, your cans. Um, where can uh, where can we find you? Well, you can find me at Ben Rathig on social media. 
and everywhere just Jeff just said, except for the context machine. I'm not cool enough to be on that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tell you what, Ben, if, uh, if, uh, Brian isn't back in town this week, do you want to do, um, the show with me? Sure. All right. I'll keep you posted. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can also find me at Ben, or not at Ben, but Raythink.tech on the on the web. Great. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. The Flash himself, Mr. Eric Bolden. Eric, <laughs> I mean, they shouldn't have any trouble finding you with that shirt, but in case they do, how should they go about it? I'm not totally hidden, like now. Uh, EA Bolden at techhub.social um uh, uh yes most um, uh, mastodon is where i mostly hang out right now great thank you and thank you for sharing your mastodon knowledge we appreciate it Brittany smith um next time bring the helmet and then every time you feel the urge just hit that little button that says cut the chatter well i can't tell you which it random randomly says different stuff oh oh okay yeah Right. And my nephew, who's not finished oh, like- A New Hope, uh, keeps oh. asking, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> uh, so when, when you're not here keeping us straight, where can uh, where can folks find you? I keep nothing straight. Um, you can find me. Uh, my website is Conquer.Consulting or ADD Liberator finds me many, many places. Um, I guess Twitter, if you're still there, I not usually um mastodon with a pdx dot social uh, after it and um uh youtube and uh that other one tiktok those places great thanks brett good to see you yeah thanks for having me jim ray what's uh what's the best way for folks to connect with you live and in person or not oh let's see i'm not on facebook i'm not on youtube I'm not on TikTok, but you can find me on the web at ProView.com, P-R-O-V-U-E, and on Mastodon at ProViewGym at TechHub.Social, and apparently I'm coming in hot here every Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> I'm so tempted. Which I appreciate. It is, it is so much fun. Jeff, the the amount of restraint you've shown at times is the amount of restraint I'm showing now. <laughs> uh, I, last, I totally get it, Chuck. Oh man! Last but absolutely not least, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, thank you for uh, for coming. What's the best way for folks to connect with you? Thanks for having me as well. Uh, you can find me at IntouchBioS, IntouchBioS dot com. YouTube channel is YouTube dot com slash IntouchBioS. Here on Tuesdays, on the Mac Show on Fridays, and I'm on social media most places at DaveG sixty five, including Mastodon, Twitter, and others. Thank you. Thank you, David. We do have a news flash, folks. Um, Guy GPT can be had dot com can own can be had for only ninety thousand dollars. Yep. I'll take two. <laughs> yeah. How about guygpt.social? I didn't look that one up. 
sky. Oh, it's available for nine ninety nine. There you go, guy. <laughs> you're 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 muted. Maybe it's better than was muted than he was muted. I'm not sure. <laughs> the cat. I went. The mic. I went to get the cat, and it was like, okay. I, she was uh she was at the door howling, and she knows uh, that's how she gets my attention when that door is closed. Hmm. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. This was a really good discussion tonight. I don't know that we solved anything, but hopefully it made you think a little bit. I know it made me think about a couple things. Um, so we'll see where this all goes. Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We 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 do this uh every Tuesday night. We will do it again next Tuesday night. We would love to have you join us. And of course, if you can't make that, these shows show up eventually in the in the Mac Voices feed. So you you don't miss out, even if you can't be here with us. That's it. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple Tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.